Hey, hey, welcome everybody to the No Really Everything is Fine podcast, the podcast for the proposal manager who finds themselves in the bottom of 2022's flaming dumpster. I'm Catherine Bennett from Maven Clinic, and I'm so excited to be here with my proposal manager gurus and self-help experts, and we are here to talk about how to collaborate with difficult and diverse teams today. So why don't we do a quick round of introductions, and then we'll get started on our discussion. Nicole, do you want to start us off? Hey y'all, it's me, Nicole Robinson, the RFP queen, currently working for one of North America's largest privately held cybersecurity firms as the sales enablement manager. And I've got about 17 years of experience in proposal management under my belt. And I'm so happy to be here and happy to help. Ooh, I ran. Good job, Nicole. Chris, tell us about yourself. Speaking of rhyme, Chris Fountain, king of the RFP mountain, 15 years. <laughs> worked, uh, worked a lot in tech, engineering, marketing. Worked with worked with a lot of difficult and diverse people. Um, so, so this is a this is a very good topic for us. Thank you for having me. All right, Nora, take us home. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Nora Fox. I currently work um, at a Fortune 50 software company on the Shipley Associates account. So I'm a proposal manager consultant for the uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa regions. And I have about half a decade of experience. And in that time, I have gotten experience both in the uh, public and private sector. So uh, I have pretty good experience dealing with many different types of people. This is an amazing topic today because we have, we have been talking all year and it seems like it's something that's really been top of mind for a lot of proposal managers recently. How do we collaborate well? What kind of tools should we be using? What kind of philosophies should we be using? So like, let's talk a little bit about the problems that come along first before we try to solve them though. So like, what are some of the collaboration, communication and teamwork difficulties that y'all have seen in the proposal space? Probably the, the biggest one for me is that as a proposal manager or a proposal writer, um, that is our job. That's 100% our job. When we, have to in, when we have to collaborate, when we have to engage, when we need help from someone else, the, a very popular reply is, well, it's not my job. Or I have too many things to do. Or I don't have time for you. Or some combination of all that. So, like, so f- for me, the biggest challenge has been how to... How to how to ensure that the people with whom we collaborate get a, get me what I need in the time I need it. So we're talking about missed deadlines. We're talking about folks who are over capacity. Maybe mm-hmm. they're reluctant to join in on our efforts. Nicole and Nora, does that resonate with you as well? A hundred percent. I am a, by any means necessary, you are not going to help let me miss this deadline. <laughs> I, 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 I will stalk your life. <laughs> When we were in office, oh no, I was not. Oh, I played no games, and I, and I, and I, I'm the kind of person you will find standing outside of the elevator, waiting for you to get back from lunch. Yeah. I, you will find me standing outside of your office, waiting for you to finish calls or meetings. Like I'm, I'm tenacious by default. And um, because the deadline is my master <laughs> in my world. And there mm-hmm. is under no circumstances, like I have a no fail philosophy that is like failure is not an option. And to me, failure is missing the deadline. So mm-hmm. there is no person from CEO to delivery tech 
who's going to allow me to miss a deadline? It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but my tenacity is only a portion of the get it done vision. The largest part of the portion is to take care of you as my subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. I want to take care of you. And because my desire and my heart is to take care of you, then I think about things like the fact that doing and working on RFPs 24, 7, 3, 6, 5 is not your job. You have other deliverables. You have customer facing deliverables um, that have to get done. And so I try to always from the very beginning stand in the gap for anybody who needs to, who I need to utilize as a resource. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm always taking on and streamlining the effort as much as possible to make it easy for you to help me. So I'm literally in the place of help me, help you, help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I love that. I love that, Nicole. And you know, everything that you bring to these conversations, you're always talking about how you're helping, how you're helping people and how you're building those relationships. And Nora, I know in a lot of our mm-hmm. offline conversations, you've had a lot of the same philosophies of like trying to make sure that your internal customers feel really satisfied and figuring out how to make that happen. That seems like it's at the root of a lot of the collaboration um, efforts that we're undertaking. And Nora, do you think you could speak to that a little bit more? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm, um, I'm very much like Nicole in that I will stalk you, but I'll be so nice doing it. Um, I was raised in the Midwest. The nice creep. Yeah, so I was raised in the Midwest. You know what I mean? Like, we are very friendly people. Catherine, I know you moved to Chicago shortly for a time recently, and you were very confused why everyone was so nice, right? It was disorienting. Um, I just take that kill him with kindness kind of a thing. But also at the end of the day, I try to make it very clear to them that like, just like Nicole said, right? I know this is not your full-time job. It is my full-time job, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what I want to take from you, let me take it off your plate and worry about the deadlines, right? Mm -hmm. Let me take it off of your plate and take maybe that first pass at that executive summary. And then you can come behind me because I know that writing, starting from something is way easier than starting from nothing, right? So I try Mm -hmm. to incorporate a lot of those talking points when I am connecting with my sellers or my technical people, Mm -hmm. and then kind of help, it helps them understand what I'm here to do, because my whole job is to support you, right? I'm not here to be your taskmaster. I'm not here to make your life miserable. At the end of the day, I'm here to make it so that we all win more and business and then make more money, right? Like at the end of the day. So that's kind of what I try to appeal to. And I'm in a slightly different situation that's a little, um, it can be very challenging, but I, I love it, right? So I'm not working with the same teams every single week. Every single mm-hmm. RFP, because I cover Eastern, or I cover Europe, the Middle East, mm-hmm. and Africa, it could be a new seller every single time, mm-hmm. new tail, uh, tech people every single time. So mm-hmm. I have to quickly build those relationships. Some of what I do, because often I work with, you know, um, uh, cultures that, you know, English is not their first language, I just try to pick up one or two words, even if it's just, you know, hello, good morning, thank you. And I try to incorporate those words because I think that people who English is not their first language, they at least appreciate the attempt, right? Like I'm trying to connect with you on your level. Mm-hmm. And those are such mm-hmm. easy words that you can pick mm-hmm. up in any language. Hello, good morning, you know, bonjour, merci, like something like that. And I think that mm-hmm. people really appreciate that. So you know, I'm working remotely constantly. I'm not ever going to see these people face to face. All I have is the camera and Zoom. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so establishing that rapport quickly and early is key to me getting things done and, and getting things from people. And I also try to lift things out of email separately. 
um, and keep it on our, our shared team site, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I have something that I'm waiting for for somebody, I'm going to check in on that team site to keep everything really transparent, right? We want to mm -hmm. make sure we're all on the same page, but that's going to let also let everybody else know that like maybe we're made, waiting for some stuff, right? And so that tends to keep people a little bit more on track when you're lifting it out of email and it's just a one-on-one -on -one conversation mm -hmm. and they know that the rest of their peers can see the deadlines and if they're being hit or not, right? Yeah. You know, there's this foundation that I find a lot of the times we have this foundation of really strong project management. Everyone in this room today that we are all dyed in the wool project managers. Mm -hmm. We understand how to set those deadlines, mm -hmm. check in on the tasks, communicate very thoroughly about them. And if we support that with just being friendly, it mm -hmm. makes a massive difference. And now you oh, will yeah. notice as we go throughout this conversation that I love to come up with three key takeaways for every time we have a discussion. So here's what I'm seeing our three key takeaways might be. Number one, have a positive philosophy, a positive energy, bring mm -hmm. gratitude and support and, uh, and you know, bring that confidence into your interactions. That's what I'm hearing from everybody so far. Number two, I'm hearing do better with your processes so that your SMEs don't have as much work to do, right? Like we want to cut down mm -hmm. on those, cut down mm -hmm. on those redundant tasks. We want to make sure they feel supported. We want to make sure we are honoring their other work that they have to do. The third one that I would like to bring forth to you is become a subject matter expert yourself. Mm, for real. Okay. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I work in yeah. yeah for real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I work I work for a healthcare company right now and I've got a master's in public health. So it makes sense, right? Like I can mm -hmm. step in in a pinch hit. I can I can answer some of those questions. Tell me about mm -hmm. a time maybe when you have served as your own subject matter expert. Anybody has has a good example. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, someone, a good friend of mine told me not that long ago that we're all salespeople, right? So I think we, I got you. So I, but no, but I think, but we can only, I mean, but, you know, knowledge is power, right? And the, the more you know about product, service, what we do, whatever, the better you're going to be at selling, the better your job is going to be. I mean, it's pairing back on, on, on Nora's point about making the burden easier on, on other people, you know, take the time to look at, I mean, I mean, I, I've, the best way for me to learn about a company is hold your breath, reading a proposal because I mean, because it, because it, it's, it's not just seriously for real. It, it's, and it's not just, a, it's not just, I mean, I mean, you can get so much from marketing collateral, you know, right. that's the marketing spin. You can read a tech manual if you can maybe understand it because um, it's not written for like sales folks necessarily, but by by I've always found that reading a proposal or whether one, particularly one that I didn't do just so I get a different perspective, I can learn not just about the, the solution that we're selling, but also how we're positioning it with uh, how we're positioning it to the market. So I've, I've, I've always found whenever I'm, whenever I'm tackling a new topic, or working with new people uh, to try to get that relationship that's so important. You know, I try to I try to meet them at a, at a, um, at a place that they're familiar with. Try to meet them for oh, you know, oh, you've worked on this bid before. How do we how do we present it then? And so um, so getting to that common place, I think eliminates a lot of these a lot of these barriers. What about someone who you just can't get through to? Nicole and Nora, do you have any experiences where you have desperately tried to build a great relationship with someone and it just kind of fizzles and you're not really sure? Like, how have you emerged from something like that victorious? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I had a rep who act, I didn't know at the time was going through a hard time personally, mm -hmm. but was kind of also notorious for being difficult and a little shady. Um, and so we were having this back and forth struggle over an element of a proposal and we were approaching deadline. And all of our higher ups were on this thread. Um, but I just at one point stopped and just picked up the phone and called him and was just like, okay, what mm -hmm. you're actually not normally this difficult. What's going on? <laughs> and then he opened up and told me what was happening. And I did what I would do in my normal life. I admonished him because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't help you if you don't talk to me. These are things I need to know. I don't mm -hmm. need to know details. I don't need mm -hmm. to know the specifics of your circumstances, but I do want to make sure that nobody is on your neck because of your circumstances. So if I can stand in the gap for you and communicate to your sales leadership, because you may not want to tell them or my subject matter experts that are working on it on the back end to support this process, listen, you got to give him a minute or two. There's something major happening. Um, I know what's going on. I'm not panicked. I have it in hand. I know what he needs to provide. I know what you need to provide. Just help me to like, nobody panic essentially. Like mm -hmm. I, I've got it going on both sides. I've got each of you guys covered. We're going to be okay. And we literally like moved into like, probably the best phase of our, our working relationship that we'd had since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Once I did that, because I just was like, I need to know. I know you don't like we don't necessarily have this like close knit relationship, but I'm here to support you through this because I don't want you adding work on top of what else is already happening in your life. Like it's a lot. And I know people try to compartmentalize and I would highly recommend that you do um, <laughs> just to get through your days when things are difficult. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to have an effect on you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And so if I can alleviate some of that burden for you uh, to make this part a little bit easier, then help. Let me, let me, Nicole, I'll do it. Glad. Nicole, what a, what a human and a caring response that you showed to that person. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> Nicole in the or uh, sorry, Nora, in our last 30 seconds here, give our listeners your, a key takeaway about being a great teammate. What do you think is one of the one of the foundations of being a good collaborator? Communication. If you're wondering, ask. End of story. If somebody's oh, behaving, if, if somebody's behaving a little bit different, right? If uh, if somebody is talking to you and they're nodding, but their 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 actions aren't ma matching their words, and I'll give you a, a quick snippet, right? So I was talking to a seller the other day. And I said, "How's everything going? Nice to see you today." And he was like, "Everything's fine," you know. And I went. Uh, that reaction you just had didn't quite match your words. Everything good? Like, <laughs> is there anything I need to know about? And he goes, you know, it's just been busy. And that kind of opened up a conversation and we were able to connect a little bit, right? So I think that oftentimes people cross their arms when they're just thinking. It doesn't mean that they're in a bad mood or shutting you down, right? Like, there's just so many different types of behavior. So at the end of the day, if you're wondering, if it's bothering you, if it's keeping you up, literally ask them, open your mouth and just say, mm -hmm. hey, everything good? You know, is there anything that I can be doing to help you or is there anything, you know, that I could be doing better or, you know, and, and I think that if you give people uh, an opportunity to kind of provide a response in that open ended platform, they'll tell you. 
you heard Nora and all of our other podcast co-hosts today. Thank you so much for joining us today on No Really Everything It's Fine, where we help you, if you're wondering, just ask. <laughs> Please find us on all major podcasting networks. Check out, the, check out the No Really Everything Is Fine LinkedIn page and join us next time for even more great insight, again, on how to get out of your 2022 flaming pile of trash. We're happy to see you today. T check us again next time and we will see you on the other side. Mm -hmm. oh.